This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. And my bullseye! Now, here is your host, Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show, Dollar General Bowl Preview Edition. My name is Paul Peck, and we come to you from Mobile, Alabama, where the Bulls have been for the last few days, getting ready for Saturday night's Dollar General Bowl between the Troy Trojans and the Buffalo Bulls, a 7 o'clock kickoff that you will hear right here on ESPN 1520 and see on ESPN. We're going to get you ready over the next hour for the game by checking in with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. We'll visit with Bulls starting defensive end Chuck Harris. How about the two outstanding freshman running backs, Jarrett Patterson and Kevin Marks? We'll talk to both of them to find out how their season has gone. And we'll visit with Senior Bowl Executive Director Jim Nagy, who will tell us why he chose Bulls wide receiver Anthony Johnson to come back here to Mobile and play in the Senior Bowl later in January. But we start off what is already an incredible week for UB Athletics by checking in with Athletics Director Mark Allnut. Well, Mark, you uh, you just got down here to Mobile. Uh, we're at Bulls practice. That's what everybody can hear in the background. But what an amazing, uh, what, 12 or 18 hours for you because as we record this, you have just come down here from watching the basketball team win at Syracuse. Uh, please describe what that was like, what the scene was like, and, and, and how satisfying to see your team win what that was like. Well, first of all, what an unbelievable experience. You know, the first time to get a win, I, I don't know in how many, years uh, UB competing against. 1963 was 19, the last 1963. time. 1963, so I, I was I was coming into existence 10 years after that, so <laughs> wow. I mean, that's all you can say about all these barriers and hurdles that are being uh, broken and overcome, but, but I'll tell you what, I, I got down to, um, I got up to Syracuse, I should say, uh, Monday night, had opportunity to uh, eat dinner with the team, go to go to shoot around. My first time to Carrier Dome, you know. And, Pretty cool place, isn't it? Impressive facility, but more impressive is how they converted over to basketball, so saw the layout and everything else, and then, you know, obviously you, you fast forward to to last night, over 18,000 people in, in the stands, and and kudos to to our fans. We had a, a great group of uh, UB supporters there. Obviously, not not 18,000 on UB, which you would love in that situation, but you know I would estimate probably about you know 500 to to a thousand you know blue in the stand, which is great. Phenomenal game. You know our, our guys. Uh, you know they 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 played. Uh, you know they didn't hit the shots the first half. The first half, as you know, but you know to be down four. You know we knew we had opportunity, and then I, I tell you what, the guys responded from a defensive uh, standpoint. Made some key stops. Made some big shots. You know, I mean, you can just go through that roster of those guys making some some key uh, three point shots and also those stops. So, you know, at the end, you know, what a, a jubilant atmosphere for you know. Nate Oates, the, the team, you know, our fans over there, the excitement, and, and and more so when you look at after the game. Just again, you know, we talk about the exposure of our program out there nationally. You know, the brand that we have is UB, the strong brand that we have is UB, but just being able to, you know, see, hear, feel, you know, everyone talking about UB from a basketball standpoint last night and, and how this was a huge win for the for the program and, and also a huge win for the university. So, you know what, with my travels, glad to be here. Um, you know, obviously uh, got got back to Buffalo about 1.15 in, in the morning and and I had to do some things. I'm a procrastinator when it comes to packing. You know, I, I need to I need to I need to learn better from uh, from my parents. But uh, but you know, it was it was the craziest thing. I know I fell asleep about 2:45 in the morning, and then I woke up at, at 3:30. You know, to finish packing and, and get ready to get to the airport. Smooth travels. Glad to be here. You know, you go to the airport and 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 you see the Dollar General Bowl uh, display. 
our helmet is proudly displayed in there, um, you know, with the with the trophy. You go to our hotel, you know, the Marriott uh, in Mobile, and you know it's all decked out with uh, Dollar General and, and and UB, and it feels like home. So, you know, I know our guys are excited to be down here. I, I missed the welcome party last night, but as I said earlier, you know, this this bowl game and and these volunteers and this staff will put their best foot forward to ensure a, a great experience. With Bulls uh, Athletics Director, Director of Athletics Mark Allnut, we're uh, here watching UB practice as the Bulls get ready for the Dollar General Bowl. Um, beyond the win at Syracuse on Tuesday night, um, ha- this is an incredible week. This may be the greatest week in UB athletics history, and obviously a win over Syracuse starts it out on the results side, but just a game at Syracuse, and then Stanford uh, in town Friday, and then the men at Marquette on national TV and then the bowl game on Saturday have you grasped what this week means in the big picture well it, it's a it's a huge week Paul I mean you you really just captured the essence of what this week can be all about you know one thing that we didn't talk about in the in the opening segment of this interview is the fact that you know women's basketball went to Dartmouth and and now you have Summer Hempel who, who's back you know fully um, fully eligible to, to compete her first game back you know 24 points I believe 14 rebounds high to, for her yeah to go along with Sierra Dillard and and they got a great win on the road and 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 as you mentioned you know now on Friday there's an opportunity for them to compete against a top 10 team against Stanford at home a, a noon a noon tip you know we're we're promoting the heck out of it you know we'll have some elementary kids uh, school kids there with we, we have some some white ugly um, holiday uh, t-shirts which you know I told <laughs> like our Christmas sweater yeah, ugly, yes you it. know I, I told folks to save me one because um, you know what I, I enjoy sporting those around when, when I can and also you know a faculty uh, lunch bustle too to get our a faculty staff who are still on campus an opportunity to get out of the office for lunch and then go to it so what an incredible week. So women's basketball uh, playing numbered hosting number nine Stanford. And now you turn around from this from this win against Stanford from a men's standpoint and you go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin to, to face a top 25 program in Marquette who are coming off wins against Wisconsin, against Louisville, and I, I believe uh, another uh, marquee win. So that's going to be um, a great opportunity for our program to continue to elevate and climb. If they're able to sweep this week, wow, what a what a phenomenal Top week! Top ten, yeah. Top ten. And then you then you, you then you turn to Saturday. Okay, Saturday Dollar General Bowl, as we see in, in here in the in the foreground. You know, our, our team preparing hard for that game against Troy. So an opportunity to end the season with 11 wins. You know, 130 FBS programs, and not too many get to 11 wins. So that is that is rarefied error regardless of what program you're at. And and that's going to be, again, on a national, national scene on ESPN at 6 o'clock uh, Central Time, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. And then how about our grapplers? How about the wrestlers? Yeah. You know, at home in Alumni Arena. There's more good stuff yeah, to talk so, about. Yes, hey, they're going to be, you know, body slamming and, and grappling and, 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 you know, putting people in submissions and all that good stuff, <laughs> you know, at Alumni Arena. And then Sunday you end up with another rivalry women's basketball uh, with, with St. Bonaventure on, on December 23rd. And you know what? We all take a deep breath. Yeah. You know, we got, we got a couple We're days We're all going to need it. Yeah, we got We're all going to need but, it. Uh, but a great weekend, Paul. You're yeah. exactly right. With Bulls uh, Athletics Director Mark on. All right, wrapping things up here, Mark. You spent a pretty good amount of time down here in the South and your time at Memphis. Tell all us Northerners what we need to know about hanging out here in Alabama for the next couple days. Uh, you, you don't need your uh, your heavy puff coat. <laughs> you don't you true. don't need your duck boots. <laughs> you, you know, uh, bring an appetite. You know, there's some outstanding uh, food, especially if you. We've if already you, started sampling yeah, a little bit. If, you know, I think I saw some type of tweet or something from you, Paul. I don't, I don't know what I saw of you eating some oysters on the half show. Oh, well, we hit some seafood up. Yeah, yes, we yeah. did. But you know what? You know, expect uh, you know obviously. A, a city that is going to welcome you know all the all of our fans here and 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 really open up 
you know, obviously the the, the attractions, the restaurants, uh, you know, you're you're about 45 minutes from the Gulf of Mexico. So, you know, again, uh, for folks who are coming down, and I know we'll, we'll have a plane load of folks with the band, cheer, and dazzlers coming in tomorrow. But uh, you know what? It'll, it'll be a great opportunity to really come see this this the final edition of this 2018 uh, Bulls team in action. All right, Mark. Enjoy the week. It's uh, already off to an amazing start. Mark Allnut, the director of athletics at UB. We're just off and rolling here on the UB Football Insider Dollar General Bowl Edition from here in Mobile, Alabama. More to come on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Here are the Bowling Bulls, powered by United Rentals. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold from Mobile, Alabama. Here's the voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Bowl Preview Edition from here in Mobile, Alabama, as we get you ready for Saturday night's Dollar General Bowl between the Bulls and the Troy Trojans. One of the outstanding players on defense, the team's leading sacker, is defensive end Chuck Harris. And Chuck Harris is just about the only Bulls player who actually knows his way around Mobile, Alabama. We sat down and got the scouting report, not just on Troy, but on the city itself, from the Bulls' senior defensive end, Chuck Harris. Well, Chuck, you're about halfway through his first bowl experience for you. Give me a sense of how much you guys are having fun. Having a lot of fun, you know, especially with the bowling experience, you know, we got to go in. Hawkins is on fire today, you know, I ain't gonna lie. He was probably... Tyree had four strikes in a row one of those matches? Oh, yeah. I must say, Hawk did the same. Yeah? Yeah, they, they, bowlers is... They got that that touch, you know. <laughs> but I, you know, we all, all, you know, all we can take it a day by day. You know, all the events and things. You know, having the best laughs and smiles. You know, it's good to see all the teams. You know, actually sit back and not stretch the like. You know, it's, it's it's all fun so far. You know, and it's not it's not it's all, it's not all business. You uh, you have the interesting uh, connection here to Mobile, uh, which we found out earlier in the week. Did you have a lot of family down here? You've spent a lot of time down here. You spent good parts of your summer down here. So uh, is it been even more fun for you to come down because you know your way around here a little bit? Yeah, I, I know my way around here just a little bit. You know, a lot of my families come from Meridianville and um, Huntsville and Uniontown, you know, which is not too far away. It's about two hours away. But, you know, coming down here, it's always... It's always so, you know, the, the Southern hospitality is so real, and it's just so enjoying, you know. We, every time we come down here, you know, we have a good time, especially with my family, you know. The family down here, they, they teach me a whole new type of different lifestyle from, you know, Detroit. It is different, isn't it? I mean, for all of us that have spent all our lives up north or in western New York, it's it's different down here, isn't it? It's a lot different, and then the weather is great, you know. It's raining today, but, I mean, even with the rain, it's still warmer than it was in Buffalo. So, you know, it's always good down here. Um, getting down here, as you kind of mentioned, was that the difference that, you know, and I, I know most of your guys have sort of refocused on the goal at hand in winning this bowl, but getting down here, getting off the plane, getting the nice weather, kind of being treated the way you've been treated, was that the last piece of the puzzle to, to get everybody going in the right direction? That was for sure the last piece of the puzzle, you know. It was all good, you know, getting off the plane, especially with the sun hitting you, you know, everybody greeting you with the, you know, the good smiles and the good, I love the accent down here, you know. It's, it's just different, you know, and I like different. The whole team likes different, you know. A lot of people coming from down south on our team, they really enjoy it because they're close to home. It's just another another home feeling for everybody. Um, how about how much have you started to think about the game itself and, and what it's going to mean to play in a bowl game, to play team that you don't haven't seen before kind of from a different part of the country and and again obviously the goal here is to do something special which is get this university its first bowl win but have you started to get your mind wrapped around the game part of it 
we for sure got our, our mind wrapped around the game part of it always. You know, every day we're game planning. Every day we're watching film still, you know. It's not like we're taking any days off, but, you know, especially with, you know, the bowl game being in front of us, this is our most important game. I mean, it's the game right in front of us, you know. It's always the most important game that's the game right in front of us. And, you know, we're going to take it on, especially when it comes to that time, especially when it comes to, you know, pregame. You know what I'm saying? We're all locked in. You know, we're, it's, it's, all, it's still in all our minds, you know what I'm saying? We, we want to be that great team for sure. What have you learned about uh, Troy and their offense? It's, well, I learned that they're – Running back is very explosive, and um, he's elusive. Honestly, he's he's a dangerous player to watch. And um, their quarterback, you know, he can scramble, but you know, we we can make sure we can contain that. And you know, their line up front, you know, they got some physical guys up front. So you know, it's going to be a good matchup for us. With Bulls defensive end Chuck Harris here on the UB Football Insider Show, we're here in Mobile, Alabama, getting ready for the Dollar General Bowl on Saturday. You know, I know you're focused on the game, and I know you're having a good time. But uh, unfortunately, this is the last time for you to put that jersey on. Last time we get to be thrilled by seeing you out on the field. Uh, is it hard not to even think a little bit about it, or maybe well, let's put it this way: instead of me asking you to think about the last game, why don't you reflect? A little bit of back on what this whole journey has been like for you in Buffalo. The journey has been so fast that I can't even like, <laughs> I can't even think back and but until like the beginning of this season. But you know, freshman year coming in, playing as a true freshman, it was so fun. You know, got to play, got to just get my feet wet. Sophomore year coming out shooting the way I did, had a lot of good games. Then my junior year, you coming out having a good starting year. You know. And then now to my senior year, it's, and then every year it's new guys, it's new players, but it's all different. You know, they're all they're all just so competitive and so you know everybody. It's like everybody's known each other the whole time they've been here, and it's just it's been like a real brotherhood for me, especially. You know, I'm gonna remember these guys forever. These guys can call me for whatever. And that's just how it's going to be. You know what? People around here are going to remember these guys forever, too, because what you guys did as a group, uh, K.J. Osborne's, the Tyler Mabry's, the Tyree Jackson's, uh, you know, the guys that came in with you have turned a lot of things around here, made people think about this program differently. Um, is, is that a little bit of the legacy that you'll always have with this group? That's for sure a legacy that we'll always have, and especially with all those coming from Michigan. I mean, those guys are right there around the corner from me. So, you know, I would just hope they all come, you know, back to Michigan because I plan on, you know, living in Michigan myself, you know, you know, all getting all our families around, you know, something that we can take on forever, you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's pretty special, isn't it? Very special. Oh, I'm so full. Yeah, all right. Well, I don't want to uh, – y- y- this has been great. And and just overall, it's been fun watching you develop over the years and getting to know you and getting to know the person that you are. And, and uh, like you said, being a leader on this team, uh, that whole group of you guys will, uh, will will long be remembered by Bulls fans for what you guys did. So thanks. Thanks for all of that. Well, thank you, and I appreciate all the support. We appreciate all the support. And I you know Buffalo is always going to be a second home for me. All right. Well, you you know you're always welcome back to come hang around, but uh, hopefully you're uh, you're going to be busy on Saturdays and Sundays, particularly next year. We're rooting for you. That's Chuck Harris, Bulls defensive end, giving us a couple of minutes here as we continue to get you ready for the Dollar General Bowl on Saturday night here in Mobile, Alabama. More to come on the UB Football Insider Bowl Special from Learfield. Here are the Bowling Bulls, brought to you by United Rentals. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold from Mobile, Alabama. And here's the voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. 
Welcome back to Mobile, Alabama, as we continue the UB Football Insider Bowl Preview Edition. I'm Voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. We're getting you ready for Saturday night's Dollar General Bowl here at Ladd Peeble Stadium in Mobile, Alabama, between the Bulls and the Troy Trojans. UB's offense is going to need another outstanding performance from their two freshman running backs. Jarrett Patterson and Kevin Marks have been outstanding all season long, and they're looking to make sure they continue that for one more game. Well, guys, here you are a couple of days before the start of the Dollar General Bowl. We're standing in an aircraft hangar with World War II jet fighters around and a World War II battleship. Um, how excited are not only you to see this today, but just this whole experience of being at the bowl? Jarrett, we'll start with you. I'm really excited. You know, it's just sinking in, you know, that we get this experience. Uh, and I'm just blessed to be here. I didn't see you bowling last night there, Jared. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not really good at bowling, but you know I was supporting my teammates that was bowling. I was doing all types of games and a laser tag, but that last night was definitely fun. Kevin, can you confirm that he's not very good at bowling? <laughs> yeah, I think he, he got a lot of power in the arm to get in the bowling. <laughs> How'd you do though? I did good. The first one was a strike. Actually, so <laughs> I started off pretty well. Yeah, there were, there were some pretty bad scores there until the end when, when Tyree started knocking strikes down and Hodge and some of those guys, right? Uh, it was very competitive out there, and it showed that the team has a good chemistry and a good family. If you're going to live in Buffalo, you guys both got to learn how to bowl because it's a big bowling town. We're a big football town, too, and a lot, and we're all excited about what you guys have the opportunity to do here on Saturday. But so let's talk about the season a little bit. Jarrett, here's a question for you about Kevin. Did anything surprise you about what he was able to do this year? Uh, not at all. You know, uh, ever since when I got here, I seen, I seen Kevin, you know, he had to work at it, and he just uh, translated to the field, and then we're just going to uh, keep this momentum until next season and just keep it going. Same question for you, Kevin. Anything surprise you about Jarrett? Not at all. I seen Jarrett, like, I used to go to the field, like, in the summer, around, like, six after the workouts was done, to get an extra workout in. I see Jarrett on the field working and showed that he wanted and he was committed to this football thing, and... Um, it showed on the field, too, and I wasn't surprised at all. Kevin, you two guys have embraced the sort of the tandem of the two of you, whether it's Thunder and Lightning or Jarrett's great answer about Starks and Bo 2.0. You guys have embraced the two of you as sort of one. Um, how did that come about? Where did that come from? Uh, it came when we was young. I know, I know it came when we was young playing football, the passion we have for the game, and it, it's, it's showing now that it's going to um, – keep going on each level we step on the fact that you guys are different styles jared how much does that make you the two of you together such a dangerous weapon no matter which one's in the game uh it makes us very dangerous you know it's some stuff that kevin kevin does that very well that i i don't do very well and some stuff i do very well that kevin does and i think it's just balance each other out we've started to see some formations where the two of you guys are on the field at the same yeah. time uh how much fun is that for you guys uh, real fun i hope uh coach cage is uh you know, adds on that because I feel like that's a package, man, we can use uh, down the road. Yeah. How about for you, Kevin? Uh, definitely we can use that down the road, and it will be very um, unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jarrett, you're within 54 yards of 1,000 yards on the season. That's a pretty magical number for a running back. Have you thought about it? Have you thought about the significance of that? Um, not really. Just a little bit. I mean, uh, it would be nice, but, man, I just want to be the first uh, team in Buffalo to win this bowl game. I feel that's, that's bigger than my success. Um, and that's how I say on that. 
with Jarrett Patterson and Kevin Marks here as we get you ready for the Dollar General Bowl on Saturday night, all part of tonight's UB Football Insider Show. Hey, you're only 195 yards away from 1,000, so let's not rule that out either, right? I, I got to get to it. Right. Keep it running. <laughs> it's just, he, he, you can't let him steal. He carries from you in this yeah. one. Um, how important, how much have you guys talked about winning that first bowl, right? I know everyone was disappointed with what happened in Detroit, but have you guys been able to refocus yourself and say, hey, this has never been done here before? Definitely. Um, from the start of the practice, um, locking back in and keying in what we watch a film, keying in what we didn't didn't get to in the game, and trying to get better from that day on. And, um, that's about it. For How us. about you, Jarrett? Uh, like you said, just locking in, you know, knowing knowing that we have another opportunity to play another game, and just to get this first bow win in the program history. And I'm just and we told we told each other, you know, we got uh, three more years here. We will win a MAC championship. Uh, you know, I'm really I'm really I'm really confident about that. Like, I, I want it. I want it. You're, you're backing them up on that one. It's going to come. It's going to yeah. come. All the you, you mentioned it. Three more years left for you guys. Sh should any of us be surprised at what you guys have done in your first year? I know this is not the easiest sport to just pop right in and be successful at. Should any of us be surprised? Are you at all? Even a little surprised, Kevin? Uh, not at all from what the hard work we got done. And the people we have around us in this organization of Buffalo has helped us along the way. I'm um, just very thankful for you guys and the scrim coaches and the coaches for having our back on that and teaching us the little things and getting our IQ higher on the field, right. on how and off the field. How about you, Jared? Anything surprising? Uh, not at all. Like you said, just the uh, support staff around us and me and him just pushing each other. I know we got the same goal, you know, just uh, I think it's really just us pushing each other and we really want to take this thing to the next level. And I think that's really that's where it, where it comes in play. All right, when uh, when you get a chance as the off season gets close to starting, what what are you what's going to jump out at you when you reflect back on this season? What's maybe is there a play, a game, a moment that you're going to think the most about, Jared? Uh, probably the uh, the CMU game when we both ran from 100 yards. I think that was that was a great game. And I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I want I want to do this game. The end of the season go with a bang. <laughs> How about you, Kevin? Definitely the CMU game, the one-two punch. It was actually after my mom's birthday, October 6th. Uh, her birthday is October uh, 5th, but it was definitely um, a good game for both of us to show that we can give give you with Jerry and give you with Kevin. So right. I, love it. I love it. Hey, guys, it's been a lot of fun watching you guys develop and seeing this tandem that uh, I know we're all excited about for years to come. Uh, ha have you worked on a nickname at all? Every every good running back tandem <laughs> has to have a nickname. You know, I feel like Thunder and Lightning is kind of one that's been used before. Are we are we anywhere at all with a good nickname? Uh, we're still working on that. But I, on yeah, that. I, heard, <laughs> I heard it all. They called us Bowen Starks. Bowen I saw Starks. some someone on Twitter. They said, uh, 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 Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, they were saying all of it, but we don't know yet what's right. our tandem. That's your off-season assignment, Kevin, to come up <laughs> definitely, a lot. Definitely, definitely. Right. All we'll right. find one. Yeah, hey, good stuff. Kevin Marks and Jarrett Patterson, the Bulls' two outstanding freshman running backs, getting ready for Saturday's Dollar General Bowl against Troy. We've got much more to come to get you ready for it, all coming up on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Here are the Bowling Bulls, brought to you by United Rentals. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold from Mobile, Alabama. And here's the voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Dollar General Bowl Preview Show from here in Mobile, Alabama. My name is Paul Peck. Pleased to be joined now by a Mobile guy with connections to this city, but connections to the big games in this city. He is Jim Nagy. He is the executive director of the Senior Bowl. And, Jim, we've got a couple things to talk to you about, particularly having a Bulls player and Anthony Johnson in this game. But first start with the fact that this is a city that holds two pretty good-sized events here within the course of a month. And I think for those of us that have been down here, 
already have already gotten the feel that this town knows how to put a good event on. Yeah, we do. We do. I love having you guys down. Uh, the Dollar General is a great is a great event. You know, it's great having Buffalo down and, and Troy. Troy comes down here for the Sun Belt all the time. But it's, so it's nice having a, a MAC team down here that hasn't been exposed to Mobile. But yeah, football's really important down here. Uh, you know, it's a big football area. We've got 16 players in the NFL right now on active rosters, which it's the most per capita of any city in the United States. So we do. We take our football seriously down here, and uh, it's good to have Buffalo down. That's that's pretty amazing. That when that when we learned that number about how many guys come out of here, and obviously we know this is a, a football crazy state. Does that does that just create that kind of atmosphere down here? Yeah, it, it certainly does. So I took this job back in June with the Senior Bowl after being in the NFL for 18 years, and one of my first uh, one of my first goals was to create something bring a group together of all these players so um, the, all the guys that have played in the NFL right now it's called the Senior Bowl Ambassador Club and we've got 57 uh, former and current NFL players signed up for it so yeah it's a great football hotbed and we just wanted to bring all those guys together to do things in the community um, so yeah it's it's just something really unique right all right before we get too much into asking you about Anthony I want you to explain to people the process that you go through that how you decide which players come here and then ultimately how Anthony was one of those guys but take us through what your job in tails and determining who gets that chance to play in this game and later in January. Yeah, we changed our process up this year. Uh, we hired for the first time we, we staffed our uh, scouting staff entirely with ex-NFL scouts. Um, so these guys have been on the road forever. There's four guys, including myself, uh, me being the fifth, and they've got 69 years of NFL experience between the four guys. So uh, we, we split up the country geographically. It worked out perfect. You know, our West Coast guy was in San Francisco, so he could drive to Cal, drive to Stanford, San Jose State. Our Midwest guy was in Madison, Wisconsin, and he was actually on staff part-time with Northwestern football. So there, you know, every guy had his part of the region, and, and we got to games every week. Sometimes we doubled up. We'd, have eight, we'd be at eight or nine games every weekend. We uh, have access to the NFL Tape Dub Center where all the teams do. We're like the 33rd team, so we can pull all the tape we need. Uh, we watch that all week, write reports. Um, you know, when I get draftable grades back that would, would get guys into the Senior Bowl, well, then I make sure I cross-check everything once it gets into the office. And uh, and then really what the, the final part of the process was the week of Thanksgiving. I got on the phone with 17 NFL teams. I wanted to get at least at least half the league. Um, and those calls usually took a half hour to 90 minutes, and we just went through the board on the guys we had invited and wanted to invite. And, uh, you know, at the cut line, so, you know, Anthony was securely in at that point. But, you know, we've got two more wide receiver spots. Here's the five guys we kind of like for those two. Do you guys have a preference on who you'd want to see? So that's really the process. Right now we're sitting at 100 players out of 110, and we're waiting on some juniors that are eligible. They changed the rule a couple years ago where juniors that are, uh, have their diploma by December can play in the Senior Bowl. So, Jim, uh, Na- Jim Nagy is executive director of the Senior Bowl, joining us down here in Mobile, Alabama, as we get ready for the Bulls to take on Troy in the Dollar General Bowl. Okay, let's talk about Anthony. What is it about him that you liked so much? What is it about him that obviously the people that you talked to said, we want to see more of him? He was, Anthony was an easy one for me. Um, you know, some of these guys you, you need really need to watch a lot of tape to get a better feel for. And, and, and Anthony, first couple tapes, I was like, well, we need to get this guy down to Mobile. Uh, really good player. I think he's going to transition quickly to the next level. I think he's got a pro skill set. You know, he's got a, he's got a big, long body. Um, he's a good route runner for a longer, longer bodied guy. And really the thing 
that sticks out why I think he's going to transition is uh, his run after catch. I think that's that's really hard to, to something that's hard to coach is to coach a guy to what to do when, once he's got the ball in his hands. And to me, Anthony's a guy that again, bigger bodied guys usually if you hit him you hit him on the move they can maybe do some. Anthony's one of those guys from a standstill. He can you know he can catch a hitch and make a guy miss and then get out in the open field and he's got a really nice feel when he gets in the open field. So those were the things that stuck out. Um, and again, well, I'm ex- I've never seen him play live, so this is going to be my first opportunity here uh, here this week, so I'm excited. Uh, Bulls fans certainly for the last two years have seen him be a dominant player in the Mid-American Conference, and that's my next question to you is, you know, it, it, considered a smaller conference, considered a lower level of play, yet Mac has had three top ten picks in the last five years, and maybe there's more coming this year. So give me a sense of what you feel like the conference level is and then how that relates to your job as a scout to determine whether a great player is great or because of the competition level, there's other factors? That's a really good question, and it's a multi-layered it answer. Is. I probably don't have time for it. But, That's all right. But, no, uh, it's a really good question. So, yeah, the, you know, the MAC is a great conference. I followed it for years. Growing up in the state of Michigan, you know, we had Eastern, Western, and Central Michigan. So my dad's actually a Central Michigan grad. So I love the MAC. A lot of good players, like you talked about, Khalil Mack, and Eric Fisher was the number one pick in the draft years ago, and, and Antonio Brown. I mean, you can go on sure. and on and on. So, Corey and, Davis, right? These yeah, are all the guys. Absolutely. So no, it's a great league, but again, at the same at the same point, in that same breath, there's great players, but just across the board, um, you know, Anthony's, you know, the, the corners in that league aren't the same corners that are playing in, in the SEC and the Big Ten, and so it's going to give him, you know, three really good days of practice to go up against those guys. And I know, like they played Temple, that you guys played Temple this year, and uh, Rock Yasin was a corner from Temple who's going to be here. So it's not that he hasn't you know, um, played against really good players, but on a week in and week out basis. So really, again, everything we do structured down here the one-on-ones dbs versus wide receivers is geared for him to showcase himself so uh, it'll be a big week and i think he's going to do great all right let's hope he has two really big games in lad people stadium over the next month jim appreciate the time uh, bulls fans are excited to be following the draft with maybe anthony not being the only one that gets a chance to hear his name called enjoy the rest of the week we'll see you at the game on saturday all right great thanks for having me on that's jim nagy he's the executive director of the senior bowl much more to come to get you ready for the dollar general bowls we continue the ub football insider show from learfield here are the bowling Bulls, brought to you by United Rentals. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold from Mobile, Alabama. And here's the voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Bull Preview Show from here in Mobile, Alabama. I'm Paul Peck, joined now by Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. A couple of days into your trip down here and the experience of being at this bowl, how much are you playing up the the whole, not just the game, I know the game is the important part about it, but just for the guys to be a part of a bowl week? Well, we play it up a lot because it's it's really what it, it should be and it should be part of the experience yes we want to play well we want to win the game but uh, bulls were created also to, to have a chance to uh, take in some culture take in a part of a, a, a city or a part of the, a region of the country and uh, I'm, I'm awful glad that our players are, are getting this experience here in mobile you've certainly been in scenarios and situations like this before but for all your players and most of the people here at UB this is the first bowl week experience yeah. like that so uh, you know, what was your thinking coming into it, and and you know, what was your anticipation for what it was going to be like? Well, the the balance is what what you're always trying to worry about. I think from the coaching perspective, is making sure that you're you're taking care of things, but at the same time, letting letting these uh, young men 
to you know to have those experiences. What we were thinking is, it was very evident that when from the first time I came down for the press conference to coming in right when we got off the plane on Tuesday is again the the hospitality, the 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 people in the community that are excited to have this game and to have our program being part of it is really neat. And I think our players have seen that and and that even helps that experience and makes them appreciate it even more. This is a city that knows how to put these on. Not only does it have this bowl every year, but it has the Senior Bowl later in January. So, uh, and, and let's be honest, the weather's been nice, and I'm sure the guys are enjoying that as well, too. And probably for most of them, other than we at least know Chuck Harris has family down yeah. here, probably not a whole lot of connections to Mobile, is there? Not, not probably a lot, but uh, as you know, it's a great place, and it's a place that people want to can come visit and, and do those things as people are starting to filter in to support our team. And uh, as we've said before, not a lot of bowl history in our program, and, and, and the two previous ones were, were in, in colder places and things like that. So I, I think for the true experience, when our players walked off that plane and it was almost 70 degrees and it's nice and sunny and they kind of kind of embrace that again and, and ready, I, I think it started to hit them that they've earned themselves this opportunity. Is that uh, is it beyond obvious to say that getting this program's first bull win is what you're emphasizing uh, for your players, their ability to leave a little legacy on this week? No, without a doubt. You know, that's what we talked about, talked about it shortly after the MAC championship game. And I told them is that win or lose of that MAC championship game, that was still going to be my message to them is that they can end this on a great note and a chance to do something that hadn't been done in our program's history. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is the UB Football Insider Show Bowl Edition from here in Mobile, Alabama, getting everybody ready for the Dollar General Bowl on Saturday night, a 7 o'clock kickoff that you'll hear right here on ESPN 1520. You had a good couple of weeks of practice and workouts back in Buffalo before you headed down here. Did you want to try to get everything mostly done up there as far as game planning and prepping, or have you left some of it to try to be accomplished down here. You know, we wanted to get about 90% of what we wanted to, to, to have installed and, and get accomplished, yes, there. And, you know, with some balances of what we're doing, the final exam schedule when some guys were there and weren't there. So, you know, our, our, our practices here are still are, are purposeful and some more things that, that we had to get done. But, uh, you know, it, it's mainly we've played a lot of football this year. There's been a ton of practices. So balancing that and getting them ready. And I, I, I definitely think, uh, you know, they've had handled it well and I think we put together a good schedule. We've seen coaches from other programs take different approaches on a bowl. Some will uh, just do what you've done all year. Some will try to do things new, some things different. Um, you, you know, uh, focuses are different for different programs as well, too. Is, have you had to think about how you want to approach this? Are you doing something differently because of it's a bowl or, or how are you going about it? Um, in different. The only thing that's different has probably been in the practice schedule based on finals and and you know, when we looked at bowl schedules, we've looked at bowl schedule possibilities since the day we arrived, okay, because that's always been the goal. Last year, I think we had a, a pretty good schedule put in place, but of course we got left out. So we've had that. Now that, you know, playing that extra game right after the regular season kind of modified what we were doing, and, and we did get four really good practices in there. But getting the developmental work in early was always going to be the key, and then focusing on the game has kind of been what we, we were always going to do and probably always will do. You said something interesting that got me thinking. You said from the very day you arrived here, you've been working on, on what this week and what this was going to be like. Have you allowed yourself even a brief second to sort of reflect a little bit on, on getting to one of those major goals when you took this job four years ago you know I maybe a little and that you know when you're when you're flying around the country the last few weeks you, you get a little bit of time and I think when you sit there and you're you know the disappointment 
of of coming up short in that championship game, you know, is it stings and it and it and it does for our players. But then you take a you try to step back a little bit and you go, how many teams have won ten games across the country? And then you take the next one of of where we were at and what we've been able to do. Yeah, I, I think that's probably somewhere. As I've said, it's probably somewhere between Christmas and New Year's. We'll probably sit back in there and and maybe reflect a little bit more on this year. Gotcha. Khalil Hodge said something interesting a couple of days ago. He said he said this team needed the break to shake off what happened in Detroit. You alluded to it as well, too. Did Was was the extra time maybe the best thing that could happen for that? You, you hope so. You know, we'll see. You know, they, I think any any team, when they get to a bowl game, if you've been playing well or been playing in a routine, you're always worried about the layoff. But, but yeah, you know, that that was tough. You know, it was tough for those, those guys. It's tough for our whole staff. So, yeah, I think... Uh, if we would have had one of those early ones, like you know, this last weekend or something, I don't know if the the first week would have been what we really had desired. And uh, they've, we've had a chance to really kind of flush it, turn the page, whatever it said, and then. Uh, it's a and, good choice of word, good <laughs> verb. You picked a yeah. good verb, I think. Yeah. So, so, so uh, <laughs> but uh, and, and excited, but because right with that is, of course, with this is is the quality opponent sure. that you get. So you can't sit there around and and sit there and feel sorry for yourself because when you play somebody you haven't played before they're not feeling sore for you either they came up short their last game of the regular season so this is two teams that want to try to end this thing the right way and final question for you Lance we'll get into a little more of the nuts and bolts of Troy in our pregame interview on Saturday but just general observations of what you've now learned about an opponent that you really know nothing about you've never even played a team in their conference before what have you what's jumped out at you about Troy at least early on you know I think the one thing is is I think Athletically, when you look at them, uh, especially on the on the outside on the perimeters, and then and then really the uh, the amount of different looks that they give you to cause confusion and really force you to be disciplined and on both sides of the ball is the is the challenge that that it creates um, through those things and, and the multiple things that they do out of it. And, and, and like I said, Neil Brown's been you know respected in in the coaching you know community as a as an outstanding young coach with a bright future and uh mentioned many times for for maybe possible other jobs having a chance to watch what they do offensively it's easy to see why he's so highly respected in what they do and what in the success that they've had all right going to be a fun one the bulls and the troy trojans on saturday much more to come here this is the ub football insider radio show mobile alabama bowl preview edition more to come on the ub football insider from learfield here are the bowling bowls brought to you by united rentals this is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold from Mobile, Alabama. And here's the voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck. Welcome back to our final segment of the UB Football Insider Show, Dollar General Bowl Edition from here in Mobile, Alabama. I'm voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck, now joined by Bulls radio color analyst Scott Wilson to talk a little bit about the opponent for this game on Saturday, the Troy Trojans. Of course, we are presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway and Transit Road, your place to go and watch the game on Saturday night. And as we dive into the Troy Trojans, these keys to the game are sponsored by Town BMW. Well, Scott, you've done a little bit of research, a lot of it over the last couple of weeks, trying to get to know an opponent from a conference that we don't know very much about. First time the Bulls have ever played a Sunbelt team. First time they've ever played Troy. Only the second time they've ever played a school from Alabama. Do you know the other one? Ooh. Um, Auburn. Correct. They would have played Auburn uh, uh there about 10 years ago yeah it's been fun uh just kind of seeing getting some new blood especially 
kind of getting rid of what happened in the last game and being able to move on. And Detroit's a very good team. Uh, they've got a great coach. Uh, certainly, you know, if you followed any of the offseason coaching moves, he was always one of the names that were thrown into some of these open positions. So it's a really well-coached team. It's a team that's used to winning. I mean, this is kind of, they're going for, what is their second or third uh, bowl win here in a row. And um, Troy's a very good program. Uh, I don't think you can even call them up and coming anymore. Um, They're just kind of expected to be at the top of the Sun Belt. That's exactly where they've been this year. They've dealt with a lot of injuries and still been able to push past them and and have um, another chance here at a 10-win season. Very talented. It's going to be a big uh, challenge for the Bulls, but I think that this is the first time that the Bulls will be in a bowl game against a team that's pretty evenly matched. San Diego State, if you look back at the Potato Bowl that season, they had some really good NFL-caliber prospects, and that was a, a 10-win or, or a high-win total team for them, and that was a very good team. And then the UConn team, obviously, you know, with the running back talent that they had, and at the time they were in the Big East, which was a Power 5 conference. So this is, I think, the first time that they're really going to be able to line up on the field across from an equivalent conference type of team. Yeah, you know, to follow up on your point about Troy, just some numbers about what their program has become. They're 21-5 and in their last 26 games, and if they win this game, they'll have 30 wins in the last three years. So, you know, these are lofty numbers, and, and they're battling with a little bit of the similar disappointment the Bulls are, that they lost their last game against Appalachian State, which would have put them into the first-ever Sunbelt Championship game. So they've had to shake that off a little bit, too. And to me, the one thing that jumped out at me the most about Troy, particularly on their offense, is way through the year they lost their starting quarterback uh, he got hurt and they have replaced him with his backup who has done not quite the same level of job but a good enough job to have Troy at a position to be a nine-win team yeah I mean their starter at the start of the year Barker was very good I mean he was instrumental in them winning at Nebraska this year and he was a big part of their offense he was able to run and throw really efficient thrower too. And to lose him and still be able to keep up the momentum for the rest of the year and get to nine wins is is really outstanding. Their quarterback now, Sawyer Smith, uh, definitely a different player. He's a little bit more of a runner. He throws a great deep ball. And just kind of watching their games throughout the year, right at the six-game mark is when they lost Barker, halfway through the year. So that first half of the season, their offense reminded me a lot of what Ohio did um, for, for this season. And then these last six games, it's Reminded me a little bit more of what Northern Illinois did, which is lean a little bit more on an experienced defense and secondary and get some turnovers, short fields to help out a younger quarterback. And then running the football has really become their bread and butter here. And then taking their deep shots once or twice. They got a really nice wide receiver in Willis on the outside that they can throw to. And Smith throws a great deep ball. So when they get the opportunity to go play action, they'll take their shots down the field and they've been able to turn in a couple of big plays, but it's really the last six games been a lot about defense, shortening the field, getting some easy opportunities for a young quarterback. With Bulls Radio color analyst Scott Wilson here as we wrap up this edition of the UB Football Insider Show, Bowl Edition, Dollar General Bowl Edition from Mobile, Alabama. Uh, defense is, we talk about offense there, but defense is really the story for the Troy Trojans, at least in my mind, Scott. They were number two overall in the Sunbelt Conference in yards allowed. That number would have led the MAC, but even more than that, forced 27 turnovers. That's fifth in the country 
country. So it tells me they're a very opportunistic defense, and the Bulls are going to have to make sure they don't make those kinds of mistakes to make it easy on them. Yeah, that secondary is is no joke. They got a lot of speed out there. Their safety, Sidarius Rooker, with four interceptions this year, is kind of a guy that's just all over the field and, and is able to make plays everywhere. Their corners play very physical, very aggressive at the line, and they've got the speed to back it up. So they know that even if they get beat a little bit off the line, they can recover and make it up. And a couple of times this year, uh, I'm thinking specifically of a play against Liberty, there was a guy that got passed him uh, past the corner off the line and got straight down and it looked like the quarter from the quarterback's perspective that's a touchdown and all of a sudden he throws the ball and the corner just scoops right in underneath it and has the speed to make up that ground so a really fast and aggressive secondary is what they've got and then they run some odd formations and fronts they throw a lot of different stuff at you they'll come at you from every different angle up there in the front seven so they've got a, a big defensive tackle uh, up there in the middle, that's really going to put a lot of pressure on that the Bulls' offensive line, especially in the run game. Doesn't have a lot of stats, but he's kind of just a space eater and allows the linebackers to come in and make plays uh, behind him. So a very talented defense, like you said, would have been one of the top in the MAC. They're top 30 in most of the defensive categories overall in the country. So the Bulls are definitely going to have a, a, a very talented defense to deal with. The other side of that, I don't think Troy has faced anybody of the caliber of Anthony Johnson to deal with in the secondary. All right, we'll have much more for you to get you ready for the Dollar General Bowl when you join us on Saturday night. Game kicks off at 7, pregame show with myself, Scott, and Brad Ryder starts at 6 o'clock where we'll really dive into this matchup as the Bulls go for the first ever bowl win in school history. Don't forget, you'll hear it all right here on ESPN 1520. You can see the game on ESPN. We thank you for joining us for this special Dollar General Bowl edition of the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. We'll talk to you Saturday night from Mobile, Alabama. This has been the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. This has been UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.